Welcome back to the Aim to Inspire podcast. It's your boy Cedric Speaks. Back at y'all with another podcast, man. I know it's been a while. Um, I've been working, working real hard, you know what I'm saying? But I figured it was time for me to do another one of these for y'all, man. So in today's podcast, man, I really wanted to tell y'all my story, you know what I mean? Because I know a lot of y'all, you know, y'all see me on Instagram, um, y'all see me doing my thing, um, but I know a lot of y'all really just don't know my backstory, man. So I figured today I would come and share uh, part one of my story, you know what I mean? I'm going to break it down into parts so I don't feel like I got to rush through and uh, leave like de- key details out and things like that, all right? So... I hope y'all enjoy. Let's get it. All right. So for for those of you who don't know me, man, my name is Cedric. Um, I am a 29-year-old legally blind entrepreneur. Um, I was born in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, My mom had me at a young age. She had me at 15 years old. You know what I mean? So I pretty much got to see her grow up just over the years, you know what I'm saying? Like she had me super young. She was still living, you know, she was still living with uh her mom at the time. Um you know, she was with my dad, but you know, she eventually got kicked out. You know, she ended up getting kicked out when she got pregnant uh with my brother only like a couple years later, like 2 years later. Um, you know, she ended up getting kicked out the house by my grandma, you know what I'm saying? So she ended up moving to Cali. You know, she ended up moving to Cali, but my dad, of course, he he didn't he ended up not going. You know what I'm saying? So really, man, I don't really know my dad. You know what I'm saying? I've I've spoke to him once around the age of eighteen, but I've never met him. I really don't even know him. You know what I mean? I've seen pictures of him, but that's pretty much it, you know. So we ended up moving to Cali, man. You know, we was living with my auntie. You know, um, my mom was still young at this at this point. Um, and then she ended up getting kicked out of my auntie house. You know what I'm saying? Like she ended up, she ended up getting kicked out of my auntie house. So it was me, her and then my, my younger brother, Darrell, you know, but she ended up, you know, starting a life of her own, you know, um, you know, got into the work field. You know, for the most part, she was a single mother. Um, she had a couple, you know, a couple, couple boyfriends. Um, one in particular was like a huge father figure to me, you know what I'm saying? Um, but for the most part, she was a, she was a single parent, you know? Um, at the age of, I would say around the age of three years old, you know, I was diagnosed with a, a, uh, a vision, a vision, uh, what, what should I call it? A vision disorder. Let's just let's just call it that. A vision disorder called retinitis pigmentosa, right? Um, and for those of you who don't know what that is, you know, I I, I was dealing with night blindness, you know, and then during the day, <clears throat> I couldn't see from afar. You know, during the day, I could see clear clearly um, enough to, you know, what I'm saying, play sports and things like that, but I couldn't see very far. Um, you know, I, I couldn't. Certain colors, I couldn't tell the difference, so I guess I was partially colorblind. Um, but really, at night, man, was like the real struggle. You know what I'm saying? That was the real struggle. Like I always needed help at night. You know, just getting around and things like that. I always needed help from family. You know, so 
Um, that was the that was the real struggle. You know, my mom, she used to tell me, you know, before I was diagnosed that, you know, she she would realize that like if a ball fell somewhere in the house, she would realize that I would I would have a hard time trying to, you know, find or finding the ball. You know what I'm saying? So that's when she realized something was going on. She took me to the doctor and they diagnosed me. You know what I'm saying? You know, they also told her that it was a possibility, a possibility, a possibility that I could lose my eyesight one day. You know what I'm saying? I could lose, I could lose my vision one day. Right. But, you know, at this time I still had, I still had a good amount of my vision. Like I said, I could, I could see clearly in the day um, enough to play sports um, and enough to, enough to have pretty much a normal childhood, you know, um, it was hard though. It was, it was tough. You know what I'm saying? Because I, you know, going to school, I had to be in special needs classes, you know, more so for my vision. You know what I mean? Like I had to be in special needs classes. So, you know what that comes with, you know, riding a yellow bus to school, um, Man, it was it was it was super like embarrassing, you know what I'm saying? Like it was super embarrassing, but I believe like going through that, you know what I'm saying, having kids make fun of you, you know, that um that made me who I am today, man. You know what I'm saying? That made me strong, you know? It made me strong to the point where I don't really care what anybody got to say about me today. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> I went I wouldn't change the things I've been through for the world, you know? Um I had to wear glasses which I hated. <laughs> my people, my mom, she would tell you, man, I, I used to lose my glasses and break them on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Just because I didn't want to, I didn't want to look different. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to be different. Like I wanted to, I wanted to fit in, you know what I'm saying? And I had some like normal classes, but my teachers, you know, they always came, you know, my uh, special needs teachers had to come into my normal classes. You know, I had like a little counselor, um, she had to come in and like, uh, do things for me that other kids didn't need, you know, like bring in big, big pieces of paper, you know, uh, enlarge my paper so I could see and things like that. So you could only imagine the kids is looking at me like, you know what I'm saying? Like making jokes and some of them like, man, I want, I want a, I want a big piece of paper while he get that. But you know, me, I was just like, man, y'all don't even know. I'm not, I'm not trying to be standing out. I'm trying to blend in. You feel me? So, um, but yeah, man, so it was definitely a tough time. You know what I'm saying? And I used to get called four eyes, you know what I'm saying? Get laughed at because I'm getting off the special bus. You know, they used to call me Dumbo because my ears, you know what I'm saying? I got some, some pointy ears. So they call me Dumbo, Elf, all of that type of stuff. But it never really, it never really just broke me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's one thing I realized about myself as a kid. Like a lot of that stuff never really broke me. You know, like it was just like, eh, it was, you know, it, it it was like a little embarrassing to where you wanna, you you would, you know, try to hide from people and get off the bus before people seen you. But it it just didn't break me. You know, I just kind of went with the, I just kind of dealt with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but. Like I said, I did play a lot of sports. Um, I started playing football around the age of six. You know what I'm saying? I started playing football around the age of six. Um, and uh, that's another thing that made me who I am today. You know what I'm saying? Like that, <clears throat> that showed me, it taught me a lot about myself. It taught me that I had heart. You know what I'm saying? It taught me that I had heart. Um, 
And at this time, I was growing up in uh, Linwood, Linwood, California. First, we first, first we lived in Compton, and then we moved to Linwood. So if y'all know Compton, y'all know that that's the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, everybody, I'm sure knows what come with Compton. You know, so you know. This time I lived in Compton, um, you know, was playing football. My mom always did the best she could to keep us active. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't, I, I can't even be one of those kids to say that I had it super bad growing up. Like, my mom always kept my hair cut. Um, she always kept me in fresh clothes. Never seen the electricity get off. Never went hungry. Um, man, my mom, shout out to my mom. You know what I'm saying? She... She was really, she was really killing it back then. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure that it was hard for her dealing with me and my brother at that point as a single mom. You know, I think I only seen her cry like one time. You know what I'm saying? Like one time. But other than that, you know, for the most part, everything was like smooth settling. You know what I'm saying? At least from what I saw, you know. Um, so, you know, I play, you know, play sports all the way up until uh, high school. You know what I'm saying? Now, when I got into, what was it, middle school, when I got into middle school, you know what I'm saying, um, that's when I kind of started, like, really struggling with school, you know what I'm saying, like, it was when I went and got, when I got into middle school, like, I got held back, you know what I'm saying, I got held back in the uh, ninth grade, you know what I'm saying, I got held back one time, um, Cause I just I don't know, man. I just wasn't feeling school. You know what I'm saying? I was skipping class. I'm sure my my mama she don't know, but she used to go to work when I was in like a I was in I was in the ninth grade. She used to go to work, and uh, cause she used to go to work before. Let me see. She used to go to work before I went to school. You know what I'm saying? Cause at this time I had told her, man, I'm tired of a babysitter. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of taking a short bus. I'm in the ninth grade now. Like I ain't with it no more. You feel me? So I started walking to school. But when she before she she used to leave the house before I went to work. I mean work. When I'm, I'm tripping before I went to school. So some days I just started staying home. You know what I'm saying? I started staying home from school, um, and uh, I wasn't really doing much. I was just staying at the crib. You know. And then she got home after I got out of school because she. She would leave early in the morning for work, and then she wouldn't get back until six. You know what I'm saying? So at that time, I was at I was at home, able to uh, able to erase the little messages that the schools were saying before she even got home. You know what I'm saying? But it, it started to show on my grades. You know what I'm saying? So I did get held back. Um, I got held back in the ninth grade, right? Um, but then, you know, um, at that time, my mom was already pregnant. You know what I'm saying? She was pregnant with my sister. You know, she was pregnant with my sister. Um, and then we ended up eventually moving to Texas. You know what I mean? My my sister, dad, uh, and my mom, they started to take their relationship, their relationship a little bit more serious. Um, and he moved us out the hood. You know what I'm saying? He moved us to Texas, to uh, Houston, Texas, where I currently live. Right. So, you know, when we got out here, it was like coming from the hood to the suburbs. You know what I'm saying? We had a big house. You know, they still live in the same house, um, big house, you know, I think about five rooms, uh, a media room, a game room, office, big backyard, all of that, man. And at the time, 
I was like, man, I ain't used to this. I ain't used to the quietness over here. I was like, man, I'm trying to, I want to go back home. You feel me? Like, I'm used to hearing sirens at night, dogs barking, you know what I'm saying? Mexicans around the way throwing parties, you know what I'm saying? So I wasn't feeling it like that. But, hey, I'm 16 at this time, so what could I do? You know what I'm saying? What could I possibly do? Possibly do nothing. You know what I'm saying? So out here in Houston, man, I started going to high school at uh, at Clearbrook. You know what I'm saying? I started going to high school at Clearbrook. Um, and I mean... Overall, I had a I, I had a good I enjoyed high school. You know what I'm saying? I enjoyed high school. Picked up where I left off in Cali. You know, was playing was playing football. Um, played football for a couple years, um, but I think I only played for like one or two years. Didn't really do as good in that as I thought that I would do. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a skinny dude. You know what I'm saying? And when I got to high school, it was way different than playing like Pop Warner football, you know what I'm saying? Dudes was like 230 pounds, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to tackle these big dudes. So eventually I said, this wasn't for me, you know what I'm saying? And in school, I wasn't, I wouldn't say that I was, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I guess I wouldn't want to like, I wasn't the cool, I wasn't hanging with the cool kids, but at the same time, I wasn't hanging with the nerds, you know what I'm saying? Like I was like in the middle, you know what I'm saying? My brother, he was like, he was more popular than me, so some people just knew me as a Darrell brother, you know what I'm saying? But I did have my circle and all of that. Me, I'm more so stuck to, like, females, you know what I'm saying? Like, my girl, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always had a girlfriend, you feel me? Like, um, so that was my thing, but I still wasn't really just doing too good, you know, in school, but I did enough to pass, you know what I'm saying? I did enough to pass. Like, to graduate high school, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, graduated high school, you know, and uh, I didn't even know what I wanted to really do after high school. Like, you know, people, my counselors, they was just like, you know, what do you want to do? I was like, man, I don't know. You know, I'm thinking of stuff like, I don't know, like some security guard or I don't know. I, I, mean, I ain't know what I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? I, I was feeling at the time, like I didn't have good enough grades to really pursue college, but you know, I ended up picking something. Um, and I picked sports broadcasting, you know, I picked sports broadcasting because I was really into football and sports in general. Like I'm a huge Laker fan. Um, I've been a Laker fan since I was a kid, you know what I'm saying? Like Kobe, my favorite player, but I've always just been a Laker fan, you know what I'm saying, and a Steelers fan. So, with that being said, you know, um, I picked sports broadcasting, you know what I'm saying? And uh, um, at this time, you know what I'm saying, when I got into college, because I, I started working a job in high school, you know what I'm saying, around the 11th grade. I was working at Wendy's, you know, so by the time I graduated, I had already had some experience like working a job and all of that. You know what I'm saying? So when I went to, when I went to, uh, college, I went to Alvin community college. It wasn't, it was only like 30 minutes from my people house. Um, and I had got an apartment over there. Like I got an apartment, um, and the school was like right across the street, like literally like right across the street. So, um, I was 18 around this time. You know what I'm saying? My parents had helped me get a crib. I wasn't working too many hours at, I wasn't working too many hours at uh, at Wendy's. I think I was only working weekends, but they was helping me like with the rent, you know, and I would just go to class. But 
man, when I started going to class, I was like, man, this ain't nothing what I expect. And, you know, it's not nothing like I expected it to be. You know what I'm saying? You know how you get to school and it's like you really just want to do what you there to do. And they want to take you through more just like school. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I didn't come here to do math and reading and more science. I'm here to do sports broadcasting. You feel me? So, you know, um, man, I just started not going to class. You know what I'm saying? I was staying at home playing Madden, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always played a lot of video games ever since I was, like, a little, little kid. You know, I played a lot of video games. I played Madden a lot, so it was just, like, I was good at Madden. I had fun doing it, so I started skipping class to play Madden, you know what I'm saying, playing online, you know? And then eventually, it just, you know, eventually, um, eventually I wasn't, you know, eventually I stopped going, you know what I'm saying? I I just stopped going all in all. You know, and then, um, and then, um, you know, lost the apartment, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Lost the apartment. Funny backstory to me having my first apartment, my lights had got cut off. You know what I'm saying? It was an instance. My lights had got cut off like the first month, I believe. And I called my mama and I'm like, mama, what happened? Like the lights is off. And she like, she like, well, did you check the mail? And I'm like, check the mail. She was like, yeah, you got to check the mail. Like, the bill's coming in the mail. And I'm like, ah, I didn't check the mail. So, man, I go check the mail. Sure enough, it's a light bill in there. You know, they had to come out of pocket to help me. You know what I'm saying? You know, when you get your lights cut off, they charge you like triple, you know what I'm saying, just to get them cut back on. But, yeah, man. But, um, you know, that was pretty much my first apartment, you know, my first apartment um, going to Alvin Community College. Um but eventually that, you know, that, that, you know, got over, got over that, that phase of my life. You know what I'm saying? Got, got through that phase of my life. So, um, I believe, yeah, I moved back in with my people. You know what I'm saying? I moved back in with my parents for a little while, still working at Wendy's, you know, still working at Wendy's. And then I moved back out again, you know, I moved back out again, but, um, you know, when I moved out, you know, I had an apartment with my brother. This was our first apartment together. Um, and around this time, you know, around this time, um, I had a, you know, I had a, I had a son on the way. You know what I'm saying? I had a son on the way and a daughter, you know. So, um, and that's a, that's a whole story in itself. But I had a son and a daughter on the way, you know. So, I'm working at Wendy's right now. I got my place. I got my son, I got a son on the way and I got a daughter on the way. Right. Um, so at this point, at this point, you know, I'm working at Wendy's and my brother, he doing his thing, you know, he working at Whataburger. And then one day, you know, one day, uh, we just, you know, we come together and we like, cause at this time he was working, he was also working with this uh, artist named Dobeezy. He like a local artist that's been popping out here in Houston, you know, um, or who was popping out here in Houston. You know, he's still known and still doing his thing, but, you know, I think his, his, his uh, you know, he kind of got older and all of that, and, you know, his wave kind of started to kind of dwindle down. But nevertheless, he's still, he's still a legend out here in the age. But um, my brother was working with Dobeezy, you know, working with that camp, doing some marketing and things like that. You know, he was going to South by Southwest with him and all of that type of stuff, along with working a job, you know what I'm saying, at Whataburger. But I guess my brother, you know, he had got tired of working for somebody, 
I was tired of working for other people. You know what I'm saying? At this time, we was I was jamming a lot of Nipsey. You know, he was always talking about um, ownership and uh, after middleman and being independent. So I was I was I was gravitating toward that. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be my own boss. So me and my brother we came together and we started our first brand. You know what I'm saying? We started our first brand called Cell Vision. Yep, Cell Vision, right? And um, I think I'm gonna leave it. I think I'm gonna leave it off there. You know what I'm saying? So this is that was kind of part one of my story. You know what I'm saying? That was that was part one. Um, and in part two, you know, we gonna start off. We gonna start off. We gonna pick up where we left off. You know what I'm saying? Where me and my brother started our brand, our first brand, Cell Vision, and that's pretty much how I got into this whole uh this whole branding and marketing industry. All right. So if you listen to this entire podcast, man, I definitely appreciate it. <clears throat> Wanted to bring y'all a uh, you know, a, a, a part of my story, you know what I'm saying? Because I know, you know, a lot of y'all see me on Instagram, like I said, doing doing my thing, you know, doing this whole social media marketing thing, but I know a lot of y'all don't know me. So I wanted to um, give y'all some content to where you could come and get to know me. All right. So y'all stay tuned for part two. I'm out. Thank you so much for your support. Peace.